0: Welcome to Keegan and Carlos's Scary Movie Podcast. Each week, we watch and review scary movies from our giant list of films we've curated. Each film more terrible than the last. We watch them so you don't have to, or so that we recommend it to you, or so that you can listen if you've seen it before, or that... You know, I I don't know. Just listen to our podcast, I guess. We're we're funny. It's scary movies. You know, let's go! Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Carlos and Keegan podcast.
1: Is does it have a name
0: still? <laughs> we should have thought about think- that first. Episode 5 and we don't have a name. You know
1: what? You're going to be along for the journey to help us figure this out. Honestly, by the time you're listening to this, it probably has a name. Oh, it
0: does have a name because they'll have to click on it and know the name (laughs) for them to... yeah. Well,
1: we're going to figure that out for you guys, but today we're excited. Uh, Yesterday was Thanksgiving for us and we're very full and we decided we're going to do an episode today. We didn't really plan it super much, so we don't have any special cocktail or anything um, what are we, we, what are you, you talking? We do have a special cocktail. Oh wait, cocktail. we do have a special
0: cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking it
1: so right now. So we, uh, today's movie is called Mad
0: God. And I'm excited God. for this one cause it's kind of an exclusive special thing. Uh, I actually had to sign up for an international film festival to be able to get access to it. And it has its own, it was really cool when I went to go sign up for it. Uh, it has its own, um, like, app on roku it's the hawaiian international film festival Mm -hmm. that i actually had to go in and like pay money to rent this movie and go through because they're doing like an all virtual festival this year so not a lot of people like everyone's trying to figure out how to get access to this movie because a lot of people that i'm on like the forums with and on um like reddit or on facebook groups want access to this movie and they're always trying to figure out like how how did you review this movie how did you get access to it? yeah to this now by the time this episode airs in 2022 people are going to be like oh yeah this is on a streaming service already that's fine but like right now it's kind of cool for you and i to be able to have access to this film yeah because not a lot of people do
1: yeah so this this will be one that if you're trying to watch it it's going to be hard but we're excited to be able to watch it and share with you guys so, I'm going to give you guys. So, real quick, so our cocktail. The oh, yeah. With what's that. our, what's our, what's it's, our, it's a hurricane. So, our, our link to that is it's called Mad God. <laughs> God created the earths and everything and the storms and the weather. And you know what's in the weathers?
0: hurricanes this isn't just any hurricane though this is leftover hurricane from thanksgiving because my mom went and bought a bunch of this stuff from rockfish to be like oh she was literally sitting at the bar drinking a hurricane at rockfish i was (laughs) like i wonder if i can just order a bunch of this for thanksgiving and she literally ordered like a gallon of hurricane for thanksgiving classic and so we have like half a gallon of hurricane left and so classic this is the mad hurricane mad
1: hurricane. hell yeah brother
0: (laughs) Anyway,
1: so let me give you guys a quick synopsis of Mad God. And I'm going to be honest with you. I read this and said,
0: what? And I and I have a feeling you and I are going into a film that may not have a plot.
1: No. Yeah. So here is what it actually says. So a corroded diving bell descends amidst a ruined city and the assassin, who is, I'm thinking the main character, emerges from it and explores a labyrinth of bizarre landscapes inhabited by freakish denizens.
0: So this film is directed (laughs) by Phil Tippett, who, if you know any Jurassic Park memes or anything like that, his is the meme where he was the dinosaur handler or something like that on jurassic park so if you know the meme of like it's the screenshot posted from jurassic park's uh credits and it says dinosaur handler phil Tippett." and it was like you had one job phil and you didn't even do that so it's that guy he's known for all of his special effects work uh he's won academy awards on star wars jurassic park
1: indiana jones yeah um, you, L- lots of steven spielberg yeah.
0: lucasfilm type stuff Robo and um, Cops,
1: cone if you think a little further back yeah. Dragonheart,
0: so, and he's never uh, made a movie. I don't. I don't think he has. I think this is the so, only movie he's ever made, and he's been working on it since the early nineties.
1: Yeah, this movie has been thirty years in the making, guys. So yeah. it's, it's stop motion. So for those that don't know what that is, so it's basically shot by shot. Where what is
0: stop motion, Carlos? Please explain in great detail. I'm not <laughs> going to explain in great detail, but
1: it's basically shot by shot where he has to like set the scene, take the shot manipulate it ever so slightly so it looks like it's motion um it's such a time-consuming process that it's so amazing when people actually do it and we have a a full film
0: yeah and it's a cool journey because it's um he made he had an idea for this film and he started working on it in the 90s and he actually uh converted his garage into a studio and started working on it and then kind of did, did it as like a side project on and off for a lot of years. And then I think it was like 2015 or so. I hope I get the story right. It was like 2015. He decides, hey, I want to finish this movie. He sent it to the, a couple of like younger producers. And they're like, let's get this made for you uh what is your funding he's like okay if i had like five hundred thousand dollars then i could finish this movie so they put all the footage he'd already shot on youtube and kickstarter and it like funded within like 24 hours and so he got the all of the funding and he was able to finish his uh dream project and now it's circulating all the film festivals and it's apparently doing really really well at all of all of the film festivals it has like um it's getting like audience awards and uh critique critic awards and stuff like that so i'm i'm really excited to watch it so this is kind of a detour from our usual films that we watch because they're usually really really bad or really cheesy or lame or actually really
1: hopeful and have high expectations for
0: this yeah so this is kind of one of those you know is it's we watch it so you don't have to or we watch it so you uh we review it and you can listen to the review hopefully this is one of those where you can Go and watch it, and then listen to our review um, because I'm I'm hoping it's a good film.
1: Yeah, and in case you can't watch it, we'll try to you know cover as much as we can. Yeah,
0: it has a very, um, it has kind of a Tool music video feel to it, yeah. like the from, Actually, the old yeah. uh, Tool music videos, kind of that weird, grimy, gross stop motion feel to it. And I think it's it's going to be like 76 minutes of that. I love. Tool. So we'll see. <laughs> Tool, right? That's that's Abba. That's another four-letter tool. That's an what? (laughs) Oh, tool! Look at this (laughs) photo. All
2: right, let's go watch this film. (laughs) People ask me this, you know, for my day job. Isn't what you do tedious? As a stop-motion animator, Mm -hmm. you're very conscious of time and of incrementally moving a three-dimensional object, bit by bit by bit. Mad God is a stop-motion film that I've been kind of making for like the last 30 years. There's nothing stopping me from continuing doing it, you know, forever. For me, this whole process is more of a compulsion. I really have no say over it. It's just something that I, I, I have to do. Yeah, you know, I've been doing it so long. It's just, I, I, breathe. I live and breathe in this world. It's all I think about.
0: How? What? What did? What did we just watch? I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is. So,
1: normally we don't like pull our phones out and take notes, but we both had to pull our phones out and take notes because it. What about
0: 15 minutes in? We're like, no, we gotta, we gotta figure out this... what, 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 yeah.
1: So. <laughs> It definitely lives up to, to the, the visual, like visually it's, you know, it's visually amazing. It's, it's got so much to see and it's, it's a whirlwind of everything. Yeah. But conceptually, as far as like, what is the story? We both were left scratching our heads trying to make sense of what we just watched. It
0: was very, very experimental art film.
1: Very much so. And Um, so it's
0: hard it's gonna be really hard to like review it or give it any sort of like uh, explanation critique. I mean we can still critique it and figure it out, but like
1: we'll we're gonna try our best (laughs) to go from from the top and we'll just kinda go through we both have our notes. So it starts with the Tower of Babel Mm-hmm. And kind of the whole story of that how you know mankind builds this giant tower to get closer to god god in his wrath destroys it and then it gives us the scripture a big scripture um i don't remember what it said but it was leviticus that's all yeah I remember. about
0: the earth burning if you scorn god yeah. then god is gonna burn everything to the ground
1: and then it jumps right in with what we read as the synopsis so yep. the assassin he's in this big metal bell thing and he just descends down and down and down and The down. diving bell. The diving bell. Thank you. Um, we don't know where he came from. <laughs> but it keeps it going.
0: It's cool. Like, it's, it's really cool, cool when it keeps going to just see all the different worlds and stuff that he's going through.
1: So our first thought was he's descending into hell.
0: Yeah, I, think I was thinking at the beginning. Dante's Inferno, yes. the Divine Comedy. just very circles of hell. Yeah. And so you're just seeing different, yeah, layers of hell or something. I don't know.
1: It's <laughs> fucking so, weird. Because as he keeps going down, like, one looks like he's in, like, a more modern era because there's, like, mm. turrets shooting at him. And then you go a little further down, and it's almost just, like, wires and stuff. You go a little further down, there's all these statues. Eventually, he lands at a crossroads.
0: What's cool is you can definitely still see all of, like, Phil Tippett's work and everything like we saw some star wars type references there's
1: little yeah there's little visual easter eggs mm-hmm. scattered throughout the whole movie I think there's
0: the the one like slug things they were drugging and then cutting up at one point those were they look like they're from starship troopers mm-hmm. what he worked on which he worked on so it was kind of cool him just like pulling different references from his own work which was cool you know yeah interesting
1: so, we're on this crossroads, and this assassin character has this map. We don't know where this map takes him. It's very tattered and torn, and actually, every time he opens it up, it falls apart a little bit more and more. Um, but he starts following this map. Um, my next note is, is this hell? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, well, everything reminded
0: we. me very much of, like, a Hieronymus Bosch painting. So just like yeah. weird things that have like some sort of reference to something but it's hell and it's yeah. reminded me of a Bosch painting.
1: Yeah. So preface a lot of our notes as we go they're going to sound like we just like, maybe watched a completely different movie but that's kind of how it happened where all of a sudden the next scene is like yeah. what the fuck are we All of a
0: sudden there's a titty slimer.
1: Yeah, there's a yeah, there's like character that looked like a mashup between Slimer had dangly boobies, maybe a little bit of a mashup of like Mr. Potato Head just comes out and you're like, yeah, but why, where, and the
0: electric poops.
1: So yeah, that's my next note. So he walks into God. this room and there's these giants, like he, he he's as big as maybe like one of their feet goes up yeah. to about their ankle. These giants getting they have these electro things on their head. They're getting electrocuted, mm-hmm. and they're just shitting their brains out. Like just pooping not, nonstop, stop poop, and you see it just coming from the bottoms, fun, literally funneling into a machine.
0: Yeah, he and, like gets on an elevator and follows the machine down,
1: and the poop is going into another. Uh, it's go, I, no, it's not going to the machine yet. It's going into the giant head that's eating the. Poop. Oh
0: yeah, the giant head is eating the poop,
1: and then it's going into like, into, like, like pustules and stuff pustules have, with like, eyeballs. eyeballs on it. <laughs> we God. can't make this up. <laughs> oh. And then it eventually goes down to this machine, and it's mass-producing poop people.
0: Like, workers. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, this is actually the part that I found the most interesting out of the entire movie, was, like, the whole, like, worker section. Because I, like... I think it's because that metaphor was a little more on the nose than everything. I think yes. everything else is was very like subliminal, and like you gotta do the research to look it up. But this one was very on the nose. These are workers; they're disposable. I was following still.
1: Yeah, I was. Still, <laughs> I was
0: able to follow the story at that point. Very much so. So it's the story of these like poop workers. They're made out of uh, the poop from these electrocuted beings from the top. And uh, they're just doing kind of mundane tasks and just creating and building, but they're very disposable because something keeps happening to where, like, workers will die. Like, they'll get run over, they'll look into a pit that's on fire, and the flame will evaporate them, and, yeah, it's...
1: Law enforcers is what I'll call them, like, will whip them or, like...
0: Or poop? On them, or poop on there's them. There's lots of poop, or yeah, there's lots of poop in this whole um, movie. It
1: shows one area where, where I thought they were rebuilding like a new Tower of Babel, but mm-hmm. maybe it was pyramid or something. Yeah, but they have this machine that comes down and its light levitates these bricks, and those bricks shoot through the poop people and yep. squish them. Um, <laughs> but it, it very much, I think, the metaphor of just how disposable people are. Yeah. And it's kind of sad. Actually.
0: Mass, mass-produced and disposable worker, and somebody will always be there to do the job, and very
1: much like corporate America. Yeah, like assimilated to corporate America. Yeah, so I, I
0: thought that was out. it was. Um, it actually had somewhat of a story. So the assassin is like going through all of these people, uh, all these poop things and like there's a really neat moment with uh one of them when he's like about to escape that area wait
1: wait, before we get there oh yeah yeah moment where they get i called it the town square where there's all those two the tvs and the the mouth oh that was cool yeah so this movie has no talking at all Mm -mm. it's all just music and sound effects except for this one section and it's not talking it's just gibberish but it's
0: it's like baby talk too
1: it literally it's baby talk it's Kind of like Teletubbies. Yeah. Like, where the sun is. <laughs> this Something
0: is a uh, really dark and weird Teletubbies. Is tele- what we're watching.
1: Tinky Winky.
0: Gypsy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this ruin the mic. No, you're um, good. You're good.
1: But no, uh, all the poop. It's like I. I kind of think of this as like the supreme leader. Person, because yeah. th- they start talking. And it's just like big TV thing comes down from the center of what where- yep. town square. All the poop people stop what they're doing. They turn towards the center, and they're listening to this creature. These TVs, the mouth is just moving and making gibberish. The eye yeah, eyes, it's like, weird. Just like weird. one eyeball, it is like watching them. Very disturbing and weird.
0: But I liked like that was part of the the one that I really liked. I like that segment out of all of the the different ones.
1: No, I very much like that segment. And so going back to i'll let you take it the him kind of quote-unquote escaping
0: yeah so he's escaping and he's about to go down another level because it's all about like going down other levels and like his map is falling apart as he's going from level to level like he doesn't need it anymore or something like that i don't know but he's going down and he had like one of the the poop workers comes over to him and is like hey where are you going and he's kind of just stares at him and he's about to leave and then one of the the uh enforcer things walks yeah. over and just steps on the poop worker and it was like oh like you should have taken the poop worker with you but yeah, it was like yeah he,
1: as he's uh the assassin is about to go down it's kind of like a trap door a little yeah. lifted up and is going down he looks back and just watch this monster like jumping on him and squishing him yep um yeah it's kind kind of sad but yeah,
0: yeah. i and like then, that too because it was like Actually had a little bit of meaning behind it. Whereas everything else wasn't... Didn't necessarily have... An obvious meaning. Yeah. There's like
1: meaning and symbolism to everything. It had
0: had an emotional hit behind the story. Whereas everything else didn't really have an emotional hit. It was like... You're trying to unlock what's happening yes very much. it's like so. okay what is this a metaphor for what is this explaining like what is this a reference to i don't know
1: yeah i like actually felt like oh yeah when you watched him do it mm-hmm So, Assassin keeps going down the stairs, and go figure, the stairs look like they're just covered in poop and grossness. (laughs) Poop and grossness.
0: Everything's just covered in poop, and there's some monkeys in cages, and there's a doll who's masturbating. Oh my gosh,
1: I forgot about that. I didn't write that down for a reason, I think.
0: Yeah. There's a couple of sexual things in there. There's some weird There's like a, a red bull that's like getting jerked off by... Some other yeah. red things, and then there's a big, the giant monsters that are fighting each other, and one of them has a big old penis.
1: Yeah, has <laughs> got a big old penis. You watch him get erect and unerect erect many, many times because they're getting electrocuted, and mm-hmm. that turns them on a little bit. Yep. So oh, when, our, when oh. our assassin gets down the staircase, he comes across all those suitcases, like mountains and mountains of suitcases. Yeah, so we were. Yeah. He puts his down and opens it up, and you find out it's a bomb yeah and so we started con- like trying to conceptualize like are these suitcases of like assassins pass is this like yeah, a cycle um, or something like that um so he sets the timer on it and it goes down um it almost goes all the way down and then all of a sudden this like cr- i don't even know what to call some of the things in this movie because another, another, another monster up. <laughs> creature thing shows up and attacks him and starts pulling him away yeah and you're like okay maybe the bomb's gonna go off and i guess and what maybe we're thinking is a cycle, and it doesn't. It sits on that last second. It just goes back and forth between that yep. second. So, and you can hear like in the other suitcases, like the, the, the ticking, ticking we've, we've, from the yeah. later on. Um, but it doesn't do it. So he gets captured.
0: And And then then we go to like a live action moment where it's like a bunch of actual people and then there's like shadow play. It's like like, they're in
1: a theater setting. Like there's a grand drape and it's like a shadow puppet show. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it was really cool. I liked the the shadow puppet aspect of it. It was a neat little breakup from the stop motion and everything. But again, just kind of like everything, it kind of goes nowhere. Everything just sort of just ends and leads to the next thing. I said, uh, related it back to the entire movie is kind of like a big Rube Goldberg machine where it's just like... Each little thing triggers the next thing and triggers the next That's thing and smart, triggers yeah. the next thing. But then it's like... It's a simple... Like, it kind of goes nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Rube Goldberg machine to nowhere.
1: Pretty much. So, after this puppet show, he awakes the assassin. He's on this table wrapped up oh, in Oh, God, yeah. Ugh, All you can see ugh. is one eyeball. Um. So, I didn't say this during the movie, but do you remember in the opening... Um, there's a couple moments when like you would just get like an eyeball. Like, oh I'm yeah, it, that was supposed to. Be that was his it. Eyeball. Yeah, I so think so. He's in this room on an operating table, and this they were those were real people. Right? Yeah, the the, these were the all doctor. real people,
0: but they're they're um, kind of like jittery, like old timey film, or like yeah. the Silent Hill people from the movie where they were like,
1: yeah, yeah, they like the, look. The, the people were moving Hill. in stop motion. Very much. Yeah. So they come in and he just grabs a scalpel and goes in and like. Full-on cuts him down the center. So, this... Yeah. The assassin... I think we can safely say the assassin is not human.
0: No. because
1: of this scene.
0: <laughs> so, the doctor keeps, like, pulling things out of the assassin, and at first it's just, like, gore it, and guts and gross stuff, but then it, like... It's, like,
1: coins, and then yeah. pearls, and then money, and then there's gold, and, and then books. There's books. Yeah. And lots of litter... Like, it's like Mary Poppins' bag.
0: And here's the thing... Yeah. It's like he just Literally. keeps reaching in, like, Mary Poppins' bag. And here's the thing is, like, I... I I understand that there's probably meaning behind it, but I don't know what it is. I and I either. feel dumb watching this movie because I'm like, this is really neat. And I get it. And I get that there's things happening. But what what does it mean? So I want to know what this means.
1: <laughs> so I did a little bit of researching afterwards. And so the last thing that they pull out is this creature at first it looks like just one eyeball Mm -hmm. and a spine yeah and that's it and it's like flailing around and it's crying like a baby so what i read is that they're searching for their deepest desires and so what i'm kind of interpreting that is is we're filled with all these hopes and desires and then when you finally find that one it's something you can hold on to until it gets taken away from you and you're still crushed and then you're kind of going back to just like being in a replaceable, yeah, human being that you know.
0: um But before the story continues with that little baby thing, we get like a lobotomy machine or something, and it goes into the assassin's head, and then we see his past or something like that. We yeah, see so a they, past. They
1: full on drill like uh, again. This guy's not human because no. he's awake through all of this. Doesn't make any reaction. Drills into his head. They send a little optic thing in. And so, I don't think it was his past, because that that was a different... So, we get a glimpse of... It was a of, different
0: assassin, yeah. We get a glimpse of... The world that a, he's a, a, from. The
1: world he's from. That's yeah. the best way to say it.
0: So, we were like... What we, we were thinking, going into it, was like, okay, we're going to see where all the suitcases come from. Yes. We're going to see where all these different suitcases, like, formed, and why they were bringing bombs in the first place. Nope.
1: So, one <laughs> of the things that I... We, so, we get a glimpse of all these assassins, and... Two gentlemen having their way with each other in suits.
0: Yeah, that was weird. Really <laughs>
1: random. Like, everyone else looks like these, like, skeletal, like, creatures. And then there's, like, literally, as it pans, like, two dudes in suits, like, looks like humans. Yeah. Kind of just going at it. Yep. And then it goes away. And you're like... D- They're kind of
0: in the background. And you, like, if you blink, you'd miss them. And then we're like, what? why? Why?
1: But then we come across this... Actual human has super long fingernails, super long toenails. Yeah, weird, and really, really weird. Really weird looking guy. So one of the things, giant I read is,
0: mole on his face. <laughs> I
1: kept staring at it. Ball,
2: <laughs> molly 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 ball. Like a
0: bubble on a pizza.
1: <laughs> one of the things I read is that he's supposed to be the last human on our. our okay. I, I don't know if Earth, but last known human. So again, enforcing that none of the assassins are human. Yeah. And he go like I don't know if they were like Satanists or something. There was like a giant like statue or something that was like I feel like they're like Satanists and he puts like the red cape on. Yeah. But there's these when I read the thing they called them witches under mm-hmm. this table and they're sewing together what kind of looks like skin pieces. Yeah. And it's it, the map that it has they were a using. map. It's a map to what we'll, we'll call, let's just call it the underworld since we yeah. don't really know what it is. And
0: to whatever.
1: He he's giving it to another assassin And so we're kind of seeing how the journey starts for the assassin. So he gets in this rustic bell and he descends down. It looks like goo or something almost Mm -hmm. like it's a a portal or something into through the goo
0: into like a, um, another world. Cause it's like, uh, it's different from the ones that we've been through where it's like all ruins and everything. And this is more like war torn looking rather than like, I don't know the other ones
1: so my thought with that is yeah I think the goo is like a, a portal yeah well like the start point is always there but once you go past that maybe you'll come out here maybe you'll come there so he lands um, he landed somewhere that looked like a mashup of like neat because there was like the Brooklyn Bridge like the New mm-hmm. York Library like all this like destroyed so I feel like it's like other universes or something like that yeah. like this was an attempt of doing this but it failed
0: or it could be just like where god lives because like kind of i think that was the point at the end where it was this is how the universes are formed at that one point yeah but like i I don't know so i I don't know i'm thinking of
1: it as like this is another attempt at humanity and it failed (laughs) regardless my brain he lands where he lands Finds a motorcycle and starts journeying, following the map.
0: Finds a murder cycle?
1: A murder cycle.
0: Murder cycle. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother, found
1: me a motorcycle.
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly, with this movie, it could have been.
1: Right. Um, he's As he journeys, he we find the crossroad. Well, we're assuming it's the same crossroad, the crossroad that the that, first yeah. um, assassin landed on. Uh, eventually, he gets to a war zone. Yeah. Like, like, there's tanks and, like, a full-on war going on. Yeah. And he's driving this jeep through it um which was weird and then it like pans out and you just see tornadoes and like atomic (laughs) bombs blowing up
0: and And then he just drives off into the atomic bombs and yep and then what finds the spiral
1: he does so he finds yeah he finds the spiral but so this is where we found out that the suitcases were bombed so we didn't know this earlier but as he's driving through the jeep there's more suitcases, mm-hmm. and it zooms into them, and you hear them ticking. You hear them ticking, yeah. So you know, okay, they're all bombs. Yeah. So I think that one bomb that the first assassin laid was supposed to, like, set them all off, but unfortunately it failed. Um. So, yeah, he goes down, and you it pans up, and you see this big, like, spiral. It's square spiral. Yeah. Um, not even a staircase, but pathway, and he drives his Jeep all the way down, and... Before- I mean,
0: it's, like, hundreds of floors...
1: Yeah, like we don't even get to see that you can't see the bottom from the top and we don't actually even get to see what's at the bottom cuz before he gets there it goes back to the original reality. Yep. God, this is so hard to keep track of. Yep. Um where they put the the optic nerve in our first assassin's mm-hmm. head and it shows um the nurse
0: she's taken off with the baby thing.
1: The baby thing, the baby thing looks different now.
0: It's yeah, like it has a mouth and a and mouth, hair and yeah. It's
1: it's a toddler now. <laughs> 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 And oh, it comes movie. up to this, like, Star Wars-looking door that opens up, and this black figure who le- is levitating just shows up and extends their hands, and it puts the the baby thing in the black figure's hands, and then the door shuts down, the nurse yep. goes back.
0: It looks like a plague doctor, but it floats. Yeah, it has the mask yeah. with the, the
1: pointy nose and everything. The nurse goes back to her, what I guess is her bedroom, which is a bunch of hay on the floor (laughs) and a pillow.
0: Yeah. I don't understand the point of why we saw all that, but we did.
1: We did. Um, so yeah. Then the, the, the black figure takes the baby. It's a, it's a long,
0: it's a long journey with more messed up images of
1: it looks, there's one part that if you've seen Shang-Chi, like the, yeah, that that was cool changes. It was kind of like that where he's walking, it's changing to his pathway, um, Ultimately, he's getting to... This was another weird segue. We started following this, like, troll-looking creature. Old
0: troll man thing. See, that's... I think that and the Plague Doctor are, like, God. I think and so. they're creating I new universes like, with all this stuff.
1: I kind of thought he was, like, the, the helper person or something. He's like the alchemist the and like... Yeah.
0: The Plague Doctor is he God or something. Me of
1: um, oh, What's the, the troll in um, Labyrinth with the David Bowie? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. Hoggle. Mm-hmm. Um... He reminded me of Hoggle, um, just the way he looked and acted, but he was kind of a douche. He tortured... <laughs> so this is where we got to those two giants, with, one, one with the boner. A, the penis, and the other one, he, like, electrocutes him, and you see him, like, getting hard and stuff, it is weird. <laughs> weird. and it's weird. Weird. the they're shoveling poop again, yep. and then right when they're done, this is kind of another sad moment, a bunch of other shit falls from the ceiling, and they have to go back just, to shoveling yep, it. Yep, shoveling it. Um, And then there's the one random scene where it's like the sea people or something like the, bri- he opens up like their, 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 um, like a jar and it goes down. Yeah. It's the bright colors and stuff. And we're like, Oh, this is, fun. This is pretty. This is like and different he, like, and feeds pretty them little maggots or something. Yeah. You're like, oh, There's a spider cool.
0: thing. And... and then the
1: spider thing eats the thing. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well we almost <laughs> felt like we were getting somewhere, <laughs> but the black hooded figure shows back up and he's like cleaning and putting books back on the shelves. And he puts the, the baby thing, yeah. On a, on a they, bot squish corn, it they, they squish, squish it and kill it,
0: and then like Jello, and then they take the squishy stuff and put it into a uh, they a it's molten like, thing, and then they make metal out of it, and then they crush the metal. The metal turns into powder, and then the like
1: glittery crystals. glittery powder crystal. So it's supposed to be like alchemy, I think, is what yeah. I read. And they so they open up a portal, and they throw this alchemy powder dust into it and i my note here says the big bang
0: yeah so i think what it is is they're creating life out of all of this glitter from the babies of the assassins and so like the the pope guy who's sending the assassins with bombs to destroy that world is actually creating more universes Done. We get it. We unlocked the movie, Carlos. Is is he the god? So yeah, who is the god in that situation? I don't know. Yeah. Bam.
1: So he's mad
0: at God because he's the last person left. So he's sending bombs to create to destroy them. Yeah, he's trying to end it all, but and but is actually creating more. I don't know. I think this is the plot of Eternals. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the plot of the Eternals, right? where they're just like destroying worlds to create worlds. I think this is just this is where they got the plot of the Eternals.
1: Maybe. Well, so, the other confusing thing is, yeah, it, he blows this glitter into this portal and it shows <laughs> <laughs> technical turns here. It shows like a it shows what I'm going to call the creation montage, puts some music behind that and it yeah. sounds really awesome. But then it, it it mod. flashes back to the original suitcase that our first assassin did it. And it goes. It hits the the marker, and the cuckoo clock opens up, and you're like, oh, is it going to blow up? And that's kind of where it ends.
0: And that's the ending of the movie.
1: And then it shows the last scene of the last human back above, looking down at the portal, like, maybe waiting to see if the assassin's going to come back up. And yeah, then the credits roll.
0: And then Carlos and I looked at each other, and we're like, oh, that's it. That's the end.
1: (laughs) So I... Part so some of the things that I read me kind of piecing things together. Yeah. So the the creature or whatever they pulled from their belly, being like your deepest hopes and desires or whatever mm-hmm. like that. That's why I'm like, oh, maybe that's what that means, and then it just gets crushed and used for something else. Um, I I I still think there's like a cycle. Like part of me is like maybe yeah. there's a cycle of the assassin comes down to destroy. The universe, Or maybe it's supposed to be like a, a commentary on humanity and how we fail at things and stuff like that. And that's why the black-figured the black figured person is maybe supposed to be God and recreating new universes <laughs> because all the other ones have failed. Humanity has failed. That's why, like, the New York, Br- Brooklyn Bridge, yeah. and the New York Library, that was a failed universe before. So he's creating another new one, and hopefully it'll work better.
0: I just figured that if someone was going to work on a movie like this for 30 years, they may want to come up with a plot. To go with it.
1: No, he's still workshopping
0: it. It's still workshopping.
1: workshopping So I don't know I don't know if I can be like, Oh, I love it. I I didn't love it,
0: but I love the visuals.
1: Yeah, visually, this is stunning. It's amazing. I mean, obviously the work thirty years of work went into it and it definitely it's very polished as far as that.
0: Oh yeah. It's really, really cool. It's it's a really, really good experimental film.
1: But, man, is this hard to follow from us? like, just a linear story, or not even linear, a story at all. But
0: I think we got, I think we unlocked it. I think we got it, where it's, like, God creating itself, and, like, life creating itself from, like, yeah the religious aspect of it, where you have the Pope guy who's actually trying to destroy religion, but in the sense ends up creating it through it. Uh, yeah, it's, I think we got it figured out.
1: Or maybe it's a battle of the gods, and they're both gods. Maybe this, the he's the the black the black-hooded figure is a bad god and he's creating more and universes he's mad. and then the real god's like no me and my longer fingernails than you are
0: going to do this <laughs> my, my fingernails are longer than your fingernails i'm, I'm my, god now my toenails are going to get you <laughs> <laughs> his toenails were longer than yeah, his, his, his shoes fingernails he slid
1: on the front so his toenails got go
0: there <laughs> was just i think what is the grossest movie from stop motion that we can create? And they set off they to make it. that and he one hundred percent did the it. The
1: poop, the bugs, the the weird baby that came out of the never ending cavity. Yeah. It was... It, the,
0: all the sex in it, the sexual yeah, stuff in it that was also gross.
1: This movie was a trip, y'all. But you know what? If you get a chance to see it, watch it and let us know what you think, too. Maybe you can understand it because maybe we're missing Help something. Us. Yeah, please.
0: If it's free, <laughs> if, if it's on a streaming service that you have, just watch it on that.
1: Yeah. But,
0: well... That was mad, God! I can't recommend this movie. I
1: don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna recommend it and be like, "Oh my God!" Go I don't watch want it.
0: my friends to be pissed off at me after they watch it. If I don't want recommend to recommend it. If you want to watch
1: something that is gonna leave you going, huh? But has really great visuals, maybe look into this.
0: On a scale of um, one special effect, stop motion creature to Uh, a giant Rancor monster from Star Wars Return of the Jedi I give it three Hans
1: on a scale of Pan's Labyrinth to Nickelback where would you put this
0: Uh, I would put it right at um, Starship Troopers
1: wow you heard it here folks (laughs) this is the worst (laughs) judging scale I've ever heard of (laughs) yikes (laughs) Well, I think that's Mad God, and I think that's all we have mentally. And that's all to deal I got with.
0: mentally in me right now. Yeah,
1: that movie took a lot of us mentally. But y'all, thanks for tuning in. Yep, we'll have a more structured <laughs> episode next time, and hopefully, we won't be live.
0: Th- I think this episode was pretty structured. It was the movie was, yeah, that was like. What the heck? That. We'll
1: have a movie that's probably easier for us to follow. Yeah.
0: we. I think uh, our next one's gonna be pretty fun. We're gonna go with a kind of a crazy movie
1: yeah it'll something be a gory and
0: goofy back and to
1: what our, our tension is for the podcast. has a plot yeah but this is one that i think has been both on both of our radars so yeah for a while time for
0: 30 years Whoa. <laughs> oh man
1: but yeah it came out we're like we need to watch this so i'm glad i
0: watched it because it, it. it was an interesting film at least i'm
1: glad we
0: watched. i'm glad that. we watched it so yeah. that you don't have to listeners there you go and
1: we had hurricanes
0: Mad, mad hurricane.
1: rock like a I'm not going to finish that because copyright
0: rock you like a hurricane
1: alright <sighs> <laughs> right, guys thanks for listening we'll talk to you next
0: time bye, bye. bye. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast, everybody. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. That way you get those updates every week when we release new episodes. We also have an Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, Keegan and Carlos's Scary Movie Podcast, so be sure to follow us on social media as well. If you have any suggestions for scary movies, let us know. Again, thanks for listening to Keegan and Carlos's Scary Movie Podcast.